All right, we're live. Hey there. Uh, hi Another there. Another week. Oh, I'm looks like I'm pretty loud. I'm going to turn my gain down a bit. <laughs> Another week. We're here. We did it. Yep. What's new with How's you? Yeah, nothing. New new with me. Uh um Yeah, nothing. It's been one of those nothing weeks. Really. I'm going to my parents' house this weekend, so that'll be nice to see them and get some free food for a couple of days. Uh, up in uh, in Edmonton, well, Saint Albert, I mean, but Edmonton, yeah, Greater Edmonton okay. area, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the weather difference up there compared to Calgary right now? I don't know. Probably not very. Okay. I feel like it's always like hotter if it's the hot months, or it's colder if it's the cold months. Yeah, they definitely get a little screwed over because of the. Uh, What's it called? The Chinook. They don't have it. So in the winter, it's like winter there where it could be have you could have nice days in Calgary in winter. Sure. Right on. Um, John's not here. I don't know where he is. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, yeah. Con Bravo, I think this. Oh, that's right. Yep, mm-hmm. I, I saw that on Twitter. Yep. So um, but he says he'll back, be back next week. So. And that he misses and loves everybody listening. He didn't say that, but sure. I assume it. Maybe. I don't uh-huh. know. He's a nice guy. I w- yeah. I think he might. <laughs> I don't know if he necessarily misses it, but, you know. <laughs> All right. They say, uh, someone in the chat says, Hamilton, Ontario. Yeah. All right. I always forget that, uh, and that's where, like, a significant chunk of my family lives. <laughs> there you go. Everybody forgets. It's okay. So yeah, just us holding um, it down. Yeah, just us holding it down. I uh, I saw the art of self defense this week, last week. Which one weekend. is that one? This is a small movie starring Jesse Eisenberg. Okay, uh, where he joins a karate dojo because he gets mugged and he wants to and he wants to become tough. So it's the Karate Kid. Okay, and uh, it's it's like a. It's a dark comedy. It's pretty funny because okay. the dojo is just a pretty silly place. Like it's this whole kind of joke on like toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. It's a pretty funny movie. That second half of the movie gets extremely dark. Like, okay. whoa, there is a turn in that movie. Um, huh. Okay. That but I wanted to see it. Uh, and the only other option was The Lion King. If, which yeah. I, I don't want to see, but I'm sure I'll see sooner or later. That's the type of movie that... Like, for instance, this weekend, if my parents were like, we want to see this, we'll pay for you. Sure. Okay. But like, I don't want to pay money to see that thing. (laughs) I'll see it if I get in for free. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I just like going to the movies, so I'll pay for some pretty bad ones sometimes if something Mm. about it interests me. Gotcha. This movie above the rest is the headlines just seem so much more aggressive towards not needing to exist. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and this is, I don't even know what they were expecting because this is a company that makes a lot of remakes that maybe don't need to exist. So like, right. The fact that they're saying like, yeah. that about this one, it's like, Ooh, okay. Well, the impression I'm getting is cause like, that's kind of the underlying thought as each one of these were coming out. Yeah. Uh, and I'm agreeing with it. Like none of them have been like great. They've just been like fine to bad. Sure. Um, yeah. 
but like i'm assuming it's just starting to like weigh on people more and more and they're just starting to get like angrier like okay this one really does not matter why is this happening especially when it's just gonna sorry go up from here especially when it comes to the whole point of like there's sure there's like voices in this one but even like beauty and the beast or whatever it's kind of interesting to see like this um what's her name now Oh my god, I can't remember. Emma Watson? Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see like how she's gonna do as like in a portrayal of Belle or whatever, even if it's or like how are they gonna do Gaston and how are they gonna do these characters? But like this is even more like cynically just these are just animals. <laughs> like the voices are there, but there's no like expressions on the faces or whatever. It was very much meant to just be like this is almost like you're watching a National Geographic documentary or whatever, and like you're seeing what would what it looks like without the weird anthropomorphic like giant eyes and like smiling faces and stuff. This is just straight up animals with like voices of people you've Dancing heard before. Around. So it's just kind of like, oh, there's really no need to see this <laughs> at all. Okay, got it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like i think aladdin's been my favorite of them but even that one like i i I don't need to ever see it again see that one at least has the draw of what's will smith like the gene how does he do the genie like at least there's something there i don't care about seth rogan's voices puma like get out of here but like i mean and to your point there's no way will smith is gonna like match robin williams right the animated one um But I will say the I think the best part of Aladdin is just like Will Smith looks like he's having so much fun. Yeah, I'm sure he and, was. And that that meant me. I was having some fun. Yeah, um, for sure. Because so. he has a natural like there's a reason he's famous. He has a natural charisma to him. So like you kind of want to see right. him do stuff anyway. Right. Speaking of Will Smith, I hope Gemini Man is good. I don't think it's going to be. I don't. But I'm, I'm yeah, hoping it's. I don't good. know what that is. I don't. I stay away from oh, that, trailers and stuff usually. Right. Yeah. No. That that comes. That's a summer movie. That should be coming out soon. Okay. He. It's. It's Will Smith being hunted by a young clone of himself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. That could be okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. Um. So I'm. I'm curious about that one, and I'm. And I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping it's better than I think it'll be, but we'll see. Yeah, I hear you. In things that suck, though, in terms of watching them, they just canceled Tuca and Birdie. Netflix did. What? No. I just... What? No. Why? Do you know why? I'm looking it up right now. I guess I'm assuming it didn't have enough viewers. Fuck. Did you watch that? Did you watch season one? Oh, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. That's one of my favorite shows of this year. Yeah. I'm very easily. sad to see that it's not being continued. That's a huge bummer. Fuck. Yeah, no, that sucks. Oh, well. Just talk, just chalk it up to more good stuff we can't have, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, that, that one really hurt. And... But hey, I'm sure we're going to get like nine shitty 
action movies starring who cares or a bunch of comedy specials reminding us that maybe these comedians we liked weren't actually that funny in the first place (laughs) sure that's yeah that's been a growing trend on netflix is me being like oh i remember loving this guy and watching the new special and just being like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) never, never meet your heroes i guess i guess yeah Speaking of shows, though, did you follow any of the Comic-Con announcements last week? No. I I mean, they were shoved down my throat because I'm on social medias every now and then. But, like, sure. I didn't follow any of them. I don't know. I, I got pretty excited with all the Marvel stuff. They got some cool-sounding th- uh, shows coming to Disney+. Disney Plus? Yeah, Disney+. Plus. Mm. Anything? I think, spe- I think I got to subscribe. What's your I think, I think specific you thing? Um... Maybe they'll buy two and Birdie. Blade sounds very good. Okay. With uh, Mershahala Ali. I'm probably butchering that name, mm-hmm. but I like that actor quite a bit. Okay. Um, I think uh, Scarlet Witch being in uh, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange 2 is a, is a cool idea. I like And I think Scarlet the Witch. subtitle for uh, Doctor Strange 2 um, is great, even though I can't remember it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Someone's just hanging out by my window. Oh. Um, Thor 4. I'm glad uh, Taka Watichi. Again, I'm probably butchering that name. It's coming back. Uh-huh. Love and Thunder. That's a good subtitle. Yeah, they're doing Lady Thor, right? Yeah, Jane, Jane is Thor, which that's a cool uh, uh-huh. storyline in the comics. So I'm excited to hear about that. I was surprised when they announced that because from what I... Yeah, understood natalie portman wanted nothing to do with the marvel cinematic universe anymore that's what i was under the impression of so (laughs) that i guess that was a weird thing for people i thought it was a joke when i first saw it just like yeah yeah yeah, like natalie natalie portman's new thor okay and then it's like oh what okay (laughs) that's exciting i'm I'm looking forward to that too there's a bunch of stuff i'm looking forward to yeah and and Disney Plus is it's cheap. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure it's going to jump in price after like two years once they get you hooked yeah. on all the first seasons. Probably um, seeing how, you know, Netflix just keeps going up year after year. Yep. Um, but I think I think I got to subscribe to that thing, man. Some good shows. Yeah, I think it'll definitely give people a reason to subscribe for sure. Yep. And I mean, it's getting all the Simpsons. Yeah, I don't care about that, but yeah, I'm sure oh, there are really? people. Okay. I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. I revisited yep. a bunch of Simpsons, and then I was just like, I think this might have been a era thing. Like when I was younger and watching this, is like, yeah, this is great. Some episodes are still legitimately great, but like overall, I think I now prefer Futurama's like weird, quirky storylines and stuff. I was definitely more on the Futurama side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fingers crossed for that like seventh revival. And I hated back. Disenchanted or whatever. So. I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, I watched like an episode or two of that and it just did not grab me. I didn't care. It's weird because I didn't like the first episode and then it started to grab me a little bit by the second and third. And then at some point I was just like, why am I wasting my time? Like, I was just like, I don't care about any of this. So I stopped watching on like the fifth right weird okay all right let's do a podcast oh right
This is the Top Down Perspective for July 25th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Sean, what have you been playing this week? Oh, damn, on the jump. I wasn't ready with the with the marker there. Okay, yeah, you. I've been playing Sky. Right. Just the, I mean, just the sky in general when you figure out, like, what the cloud is shaped like. Yeah, and then you look up at it and you're just like, is the sky actually blue? How do I know what blue actually means when it's just different yeah, light particles so, hitting my eye? I am so small. I am a speck of dust. Mm-hmm. Look at my hand. What you just looked at your hand? So, in other news, Sean got super stoned this week at some point yep. and played the yeah. sky. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm playing Sky. This is from That Game Company, otherwise known as <laughs> the developer, the studio behind Journey. I don't know if anyone is still at That Game Company that worked on Sky. Like, is Gen- didn't, like, Genova, wasn't there, like, three people? And haven't they all left? I don't know if Genova Chen is still there. Remember, uh, he was, like, the lead designer. Yeah, I'm going to look this up quickly while you talk, but... um. I just find it funny. It's like, I played Sky by that game company. It sounds like the most fake thing ever. Like the most generic <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Like put one adjective in there. Come on. Because um, also didn't one of the people go off and make a. What was the water one that was basically a journey flow? No, 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 no. Not oh. from that game company. Oh, where um, you're underwater. And it's basically journey. Abzu. Abzu, yeah, right. Also, flow is nothing like Journey, so right. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought you were still talking um, about that game company, their other game. Right, yeah. I think I think one of the developers from Abzu came, like left from that game company. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that game company's name is on Sky. This thing has been in beta on phones and like playable for what feels like a year or two. Uh, at least I've had like the beta version on my phone for the longest time. And I just, I played the tiniest little bit of it and I was like, I'm just going to wait for this to like actually be a thing. Right. Um, cause right now it seems really obtuse and I don't really know what I'm doing. I still kind of don't really know what I'm doing in this okay. game, but damn, is it ever pretty? This is like, yeah, that seems like their MO for making games. So yeah, no, it's, it's if you took journey, but just kind of made it a little more open ended and it, they, it seems like they took kind of all of your favorite parts from journey mm-hmm. and just kind of like made a playlist of them and mixed it around. So like you're constantly sliding down hills like all the time. That makes sense. Uh, you're yeah. constantly flying through the air with other like weird, like what should be fish like creatures, but they can fly too. I don't know. Uh, like I said, it's like a best of playlist on the from journey. In, into sky with that said though mm-hmm. journey is way better like they're yeah. not that they're not really similar journey is a is a thing unto itself i was gonna ask you like is this more like flower than journey then like less of like a game like journey was and more kind of like a weird experience thing no so th- this one this one's pretty gamey okay what what makes it kind of odd is is kind of the structure about like kind of what you're doing so you load into what is kind of a hub world like a a small little hub map and at all times you're you're playing online it's multiplayer so people will just jump in and you can see them running around sure um unlike journey there's more people this time you can go up and you can interact with them you can like touch candles i don't know is that like a euphemism for something no it's it's not (laughs) like it's 
parts of it are like super obtuse in terms of like what you're what they want you to do. And it's just like, hey, go and experience and, and discover it. And other parts are like, hey, if you sit down on five benches with five people, you'll get a new heart container. Oh, because uh, there's like little side challenges in this, too. Like, I think there's a season pass you can buy for like 10 bucks. What? Um, but let me kind of give you like the play by play. I'm actually confused a, as to what this thing is. That's the thing is I'm again, like I said, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but let me get to the spiel because it comes at the end being like an okay time. Okay. So you, you load into the hub world and then you get to choose. There's like these kind of, you're, you're kind of like a stonehenge place. So you can go through the, the archways into like a new world. Okay. And this could be like, I don't know, a sand world, or this will be like a raining, it's like a forest that's raining. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. just some kind of environment. And then in there, you're basically just kind of like walking around, jumping around as you go towards, I don't know, anything that looks interesting, like a cave or a shrine. And usually there'll be something there for you to interact with. And by interact, I mean, there'll be like kind of ghost spirits. I get almost kind of like a flashback and you just kind of follow the ghost spirit around. And at the end of it, they teach you an emote. Okay. Like, so the it seems like the point of the game is to collect emotes i have a lot of emotes okay i don't know what i'd do with the emotes i guess i could go up to one of the multiplayer people and and do the emote at them right you can also level up the emotes i don't know why you would want to do that that but there is like skill trees for the emotes but everything's like a symbol so i'm not a hundred percent i'm not a hundred percent sure what they do you get like there's some kind of heart based currency. And that's how you level things up. And I think you get them from like. High fiving other players or something like that. Hmm. You can also hold hands with other players and then your characters will just like follow whatever the like, the lead person is doing. I guess you can friend up with people and then the game will ask like, do you want a notification when that person comes online? So you actually can kind of play co-op a bit. I haven't done that yet because I don't really know anyone who's going to play sky. Right. Um, what's also funny is you just kind of, because the person is just, uh, shown as like an, like an avatar that's pretty similar looking to you. You get to just name them. So you can kind of know (laughs) when this person's on. So I did it with this one rando. His name was Bob. So, but I did not want a notification when Bob came online. Sure. So I haven't done anything with Bob. Um, anyway, so you'll kind of go through the like, I don't know, uh, rainforest. Mm-hmm. You'll do if you if you do enough of the, the ghost things and you get enough emotes, you'll unlock a new level of flight, which is when you like hold down on the right side of the screen. The way you control it, by the way, is think just kind of two analog sticks on the screen, one for moving, one for camera. If right. you tap the camera one. It'll do a hop. If you like press and hold the camera one, it'll fly and it'll use one like tank of flight. So you can you can upgrade and get see, yeah. more tanks of flight so that you're getting higher up. I actually have a, a video of it on screen because like if I didn't know what it is, people watching might want to see what it is, too. This makes more sense seeing it now. But yeah, it is way more like the, journey. The, you're right. <laughs> than I the thought. thing is, though, I, I don't know to what end I'm doing anything right. like again. I, I can I can jump higher now, but it's not like there was an area where it's like, oh, come back here when you have like two height jump. Right. 
I'm just kind of going through the next arch when that opens up. <clears throat> to what end? I don't know. I've, I'm collecting all these emotes. I'm not really using the emotes on other players because I don't care to. Co- collecting but all those emotions. there are side quests like sit on a bench with another player and you'll get a heart. Okay. Okay. That's There's cute. a whole bunch of like little kinds of, uh, you know, there, there are microtransactions in here. They're not shoved down your throat, but you can spend money on getting more hearts so that you can unlock like different hairstyles and different scarfs and different cl- you know, like cloaks. Mm-hmm. So again, that kind of comes from the whole thing with the journey of like, get a really long scarf was, was cool. And when you found all the little, whatever the secrets were in journey, you got a white coat and that was cool too. So they kind of, those are the customization options. Hmm. I will, I will say though, it, I, th- I think I, I'm enjoying it because I'm 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 looking at it like a just I'm, I'm going to chill out before bed and play this for 20 minutes. Sure. Yeah. The game is absolutely gorgeous. Like the cinematography is great. They definitely have some camera angles and the lighting. They want you to see this game in, in certain ways. That stuff looks really cool. Uh, the music's really nice. And they straight up every time you turn it on, there's a little notification that says like the audio is more than half of this game's experience. Uh, so they really want you to be like have headphones on or yeah, like they don't want you to play it muted. Yeah, they probably they is, have it, to definitely give that warning for because I never right. play mobile games with the sound on. Exactly. It's kind of it's kind of apart from what how you'd want to play a mobile game. Totally. And this thing's only on mobile and I think specifically iOS devices. And um, I think it's on Apple TV as well. So yeah, your, it like, seemed like it. Two options. Um, it's really nice. And yeah, looking. every time you finish a new area, it like downloads a new song, which is about a hundred megs. Um, so keep that in mind if you're playing it on, on like the go, like not on Wi-Fi. But mm-hmm. I've been kind of just playing it as like a before the bed game. Sure, and it's it's been working for that. But again, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like experiencing a new area, and okay, everything's really pretty. I like that yeah. part of it. Like, if you like the part in Journey where the sun was just kind of setting, yep. so all the sand was, like, gold and red, then you're going to like the stuff they do in this, because it's kind of a lot of that. Yeah. That and going up the mountain uh, were, like, the only parts I actually remember of Journey. So, yeah, I really like those parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, this game's Sky, uh, so maybe check it out. It's free on iOS right now, um, so maybe look into that. Uh, the other game I've been playing this week is Bloodstained. Yeah, I actually finished this this week, so okay, I'm done. I put like an hour or two into it. I'm not very far. What do you think? Uh, I will say the music's great. It's very good. Yeah, I love. Like I've only really kind of played the first and second area, but that ship music was awesome. Yep. So I'm liking that quite a bit. Um, right now, I mean, I'm literally in after you get like. You're in the church and you unlock being able to like craft stuff. Sure. Yep. All that stuff. And then after that, you go into like a some kind of castle or some kind of building. I mean, that's the castle. That's the whole like castle. But then that castle has like different parts to it. It's like Symphony okay, yeah. of the so Night I, that way. So. Right. I'm just in there a, a bit. Yep. Um, yeah. No, it's good. It's handling well. I'm yep. liking it. Uh, there's a lot going on. Like yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. That game has uh, a lot of things in it. 
for sure. Like when they started talking about like, hey, and here's all the recipes. And every time you have a new recipe, it's going to give you a stat boost. Yep. And I was just like, dude, I like just learned how to craft a sword. Yep. Like slow down, please. And they're like, and there's all these shards. And they're like, hey, maybe you should sell me some of your shards if you're not using them because I guess they're going to hurt you. But I mean, you can hang on to them, too, because they're like different attacks. I don't even. I don't know, man. I bought like a katana. I like that. I like it when the weapons are fast. I don't like it when the weapons are slow. I like that you can make Uh, that decision based on the weapon type and have different loadouts, too. I I wish it would tell you if it's slower or not. Does it not? Hmm. Yeah, I guess it doesn't. It wouldn't tell you somewhere until you feel it. No, because I had like I had a short sword for a long time. Yeah. And then I was in the like alchemy thing to craft a new one. And one looked like a katana. So to me, just in my head, I was like, okay, well, I mean, katanas are usually fast, but it's also like a bigger sword. So is it going to be slower? And there was no way for me to really know until I just bought it and it worked out. But I kind of wish like clearly there is a speed to these. Like, just give me that stat. You, This game loves telling me stats about every little thing. Yeah. There's numbers everywhere. I wish that was kind of a number. But this is a small thing. I'll, I'll probably just kind of get used to it. Sure. Um. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I like that everything's voice acted. That's cool, too. Yep. I agree. Uh, but I need to play more of that game. And it yeah. runs fine on my computer. Oh, were you playing it on computer? I thought you got on Switch for some reason. I did not. I I understand that's the worst version. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. I think John was the only one with a Switch version and a couple other versions or whatever, from what I remember. Right. Yeah. No. But yeah, you cool. finished it, and that's all I played, so let's transition to you. Yeah, no. So I finished Bloodstained. Um, it, the thing I thought would happen happened, so that's a thing. That game's good, and... It has maybe arguably too many things to focus on. There's a lot in that game, but like you're definitely getting like what I'll say is that it takes the opposite approach of Mighty Number no. Nine, where Iga definitely knew what people wanted in a game and he fully loaded that thing completely. So like there is so much good shit in there and some mediocre stuff as well to, for padding, it feels like, but whatever. I mean, I never had to cook. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I could have if I wanted to. Yeah, Um, that would have been a bitch (laughs) if it's like, no, they expect you to cook. There are two parts, though, where they expect you to do a thing that you wouldn't necessarily like think of normally that you would stumble upon. And those are garbage. And I hated it. But when somebody I played it online. So when somebody in chat told me like this is like you're stuck, this is what you got to do. I was just like, oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> so, yeah, that sucked. But um, that game ends appropriately for one of these types of games with the dumbest fights ever. So, yeah, it's cool. Did you see, uh, I think it was an interview with Iga. It was definitely someone on the team. Okay. And I forget who they were talking to. I forget where I saw this. But it was a quote of them talking about kind of some of the design uh aspects of it when they were putting it together and and the one that i had read was about the way they did the boss fights who whichever designer came up with the boss fight or or or, you know was lead on whatever boss programmed it yeah whoever and for for them to know if it's okay that person who came up with it had to be able to beat that boss without getting hit with only a dagger 
there's one boss fight in particular where I'm just like, I don't want to meet the person that did that with a dagger. That person is like, I'm afraid that if I lay eyes on who that person is and like in person, my face will just melt off my skull. Apparently that was the rule they had, which that was cool to hear. And I bet there's a bunch of studios that have just kind of like rules like that. Like, well, we're only going to do it this way if, you know, you can do it on like extra hard mode or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, that was a cool read. Again, I wish I remembered where it was from so I could I could tell people to go check it out. But I'm bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't even imagine some of those fights. Anyways, yeah. Bloodstain is good. People should pick that up, uh, especially if games like Ari of Sorrow or well, any of the Castlevania games from the DS specifically. Uh, Symphony of the Night to a lesser extent because it's older, but also in that same vein. Um, if you liked any of those, you should definitely pick this up. It's very, very good. Uh, I played Sea of Solitude. I played through that. All right. Um, this is the one we're on like a boat, right? And everything's flooded. Yeah, that game is impossible. Super cell shaded. Yep, that's the one. Uh, you play as like a weird demon girl being chased by like giant monsters in the water, essentially. And, like, you're trying to figure out things about yourself or whatever. It's a very introspective look at a lot of problems people might be going through. It's hard to talk about um, without getting into, like, what might be considered spoiler territory. Sean just dropped, so I'll keep talking while uh, he comes back. So, obviously, I'm not going to give anything away because that's the whole game, basically. Um, And... It has some it has some parts that were personally hard to get through for me, but it was fine at the end. Um, I think probably like some of the worst stuff is very front loaded. So if you can get past the first area and get like used to how the game controls and kind of how they expect you to get around it, you're probably going to be fine. And it does some interesting stuff in that regard a little bit later on in the game. Um, but until that point, yeah, I don't know. Top down me. Exactly. But Sean's back now. So yeah, I don't know what happened. Discord died. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I just gave my whole thoughts about the game because there's no reason to stop talking, even if you're not here. Um, sure. No, that makes the editing easy. Uh, I don't want you to have to say it again. I'm not going I, I will to. just say. Um, I can't talk. I, my basic thing is I, I can't really talk about it without getting into story specific things. But uh, it deals with some very he- like heavy, hearty issues that this person and or the people on the team definitely probably experienced or go- went through at some point in their life. And some of it is so relatable that it was hard to get through. Ooh, interesting. Um, does it does it make you it was reminding me a bit about uh what was that game about the abusive father papa yo yeah mm-hmm. is that kind of i'm not saying that's like the same um, um like trauma it's dealing with no i mean i'll just, just tell you right like, away the monsters do represent people in this girl's life in some way and you have to help them get through it but they're not like a consistent like i'm gonna chase you around there's different monsters in different areas of the game depending on the person okay yeah Yeah. i was seeing a lot of people just online kind of saying like i wish i liked this more but i don't really 
it's it's one of those things where as a video game I like I'm kind of a mark for stuff like this because I really kind of like the ability to like self introspect or like how I've acted and treated people before. Like if you're just wanting a video game because you like playing like something fast and like without any meaning behind it, you should skip this because this is all about like the hardships of being alive, basically. And if that doesn't sound fun to you, okay, which yeah, that's it, that's kind of what I was getting at with Papa EO is you know, is this a capital F fun video game or is this more just like we're using the video game yeah. uh, medium to tell you know to convey a message it's 100 percent uh, that to the point where they have video gamey aspects in it and i thought they're the worst parts of the game there's like collectibles and it's like why am i caring about like making sure all 32 seagulls are like shut like sh- told to go away that's sure. dumb yeah and i bet that's just like a kind of the just the nature of like yeah someone looked at it and they said hey at the same time we're still making a game we have to we got we got to do something or a publisher kind of said you know how how can you make people play through it again like we want that kind of stuff so maybe that was just and i and i hope this is what i want to hope i hope that was just kind of a means to an end you know like hey if we're the only way we're gonna be able to tell this this kind of deep story is if we kind of gamify it a bit more i will say it is really weird that this type of game is under the EA umbrella and this shows like some cool strides. Hopefully that EA continues doing where they fund projects that are very obviously personal. Like this is very obviously somebody had this issue with their little brother and like, yeah, just stuff like that. Like it's crazy. This doesn't scream EA <laughs> game at all. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for them for like picking it up and wanting to do something with that. I honestly hope um, they do more. Also, it ends on this weird note, like an after credits scene that I was just like, why? Why would you do that? That just like, that's the cheapest thing after like all this great emotional buildup and release you gave. So like, there's definitely ideas in there where it's just like, maybe... Maybe the art director should have stepped back at this point. <laughs> but whatever. I do want to play it, though. You um, should. But I, I am someone who will play a game even if it's, like, not meant to be fun. Um, sure. And I, I could definitely see that other people might not want that, right? Sure. Uh, and if you can't relate, you, you know. can't relate. Like, I've known people, for example, that have never, like, been to a funeral before for example. So like anything to do with like the gravitas of that situation, they don't have any personal connection to. So like some of this stuff might fall flat for them too. And in which case it's like, well, not only is there no game here, but I couldn't relate at all to the story stuff going on either. So. Well, I I mean, I can't relate to mass effect because I'm not a spaceman, but I mean, I still get something out of that. (laughs) But what I'm just trying to say is like, even if I can't relate to whatever the scenario is, uh-huh. uh, being able to just kind of experience that is valuable for sure. Like there are people that, that, that disagree cool with that, that though. That's and those people shouldn't play that. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, the people that right, are like well, video I'm games curious, should always be um, fun. This is not, uh, not what I, I would wish consider that, fun. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, uh, I wish it's. It, I, I'm curious to play myself. Like I said, people have been saying that they wish it was better. Um, 
then again, I would have said kind of the same thing about Poppy EO, and I'm I'm glad I played that. Sure, you'll probably have the same experience. Honestly, it probably will scratch that same itch. What did you play it on? I played it on PC under EA Access. So for the twenty dollars for the month, I had it for free. So maybe keep that okay, in mind so it's too. EA Access. Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. I, w- I was just wondering if it was like an Epic Game Store exclusive or something. Uh, no. As far as I know, it might only be on EA's thing, which would make sense to me. But I haven't actually checked. Yes. Yeah. It's probably like in Origin, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it's about Good twenty enough. bucks too. In case you know, I'm trying to think now of the price, the twenty dollar price tag. Yeah, that's a hard sell. I think I like the reason I was able to play for free and like it basically because I'm part of their stupid subscription service, which probably isn't worth it, frankly. Um, I don't know that I can recommend it for 20 bucks. I think I wonder if it's on. Well, I know on they also have like a five dollar tier. It's not on that. I wonder tier. If it's on that. It's not on that. Okay. No, it's on the premier right. premium premier one or whatever. So yeah, it's on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and I'm assuming it's only available on uh, EA Access or whatever it's called. All right. Yeah. All right. Any, did you play anything else? Yeah, I started the Sinking City. The Sinking City got right what Call of Cthulhu by the official creators last year did not get right. It does Eldritch Horror perfectly, and I am absolutely in love with it. The problem is, is that it's kind of a shitty game again because. It's made by the people that make the Sherlock games, so all the investigative stuff and the weird, eerie atmosphere and all that stuff is spot on. But anytime you need to use a gun, it feels like muddy garbage. So <laughs> Right, I've heard this game is super janky, but like if you can muscle through that stuff, yeah. it, it, it is cool. It is a giant, cool open world of a city in Massachusetts that you're trying to investigate what the hell's going on. And, like, half of it is underwater, so there's a lot of points where you're going to be walking through the streets or then having to, like, grab a small boat to get through some other streets that are flooded to get around. And there's weird, creepy monsters in areas, and people have different stuff they want you to investigate since you're new here and different people have different problems. So you can go around the city and kind of learn about the denizens of it and... uh, what the hell is going on and then of course as you learn more about what's going on you get a little more and more crazy uh it just does look for crafting horror perfectly in a way that i am so happy it just sucks anytime you need to fight feels like shit <laughs> so i've been trying sure. to not do that as much I'm also, and I only know of this one because it's one people have been talking about lately is they kept in all of like the racism aspects of Lovecraft yeah. on purpose yeah. because like that was part of the time yep. that was part of this work. And I think that's important. Like if, if you're going to do Lovecraft the way, like the way it is, like that guy was a huge racist. Yeah. He was a like, giant was piece problematic. of shit. Yeah, he was for sure. Um, but that doesn't take away <laughs> from like, you can I mean, this is a whole different conversation we shouldn't get into because it's more heady than video game talk here. But, like, separating the artist from the art sort of thing. Um, and, yeah, I think it is important to show that stuff for sure. But there is that giant warning when you start up the game saying, yo, we're not racist, okay? This is how shit was written. <laughs> so, like, just chill. Right. I yeah. mean, that's they kind of would have to do that. Otherwise, someone would yeah. load up this game and just be like, 
what, what the, the hell? hell is going on? Yeah. Um, especially if like, cause I feel like most people that have any kind of association with Lovecraft, like it's probably through like board games or yeah. they saw like a Cthulhu like thing in a cartoon. Sure. They have no idea about the actual Lovecraft himself or any of the racism part. Cause it's just sure. so far removed at that point. Sure. And um, um, what Homer's saying is so, like, you can leave out some stuff. That. Yeah. This, there's not Lovecraft poems in here talking about like different races being superior because of reasons. The racist stuff kept in is racist class division stuff that would have happened at that time and like people's different like levels in society and stuff. It's like very core to how the people like treat each other in this world. It isn't straight up using the N word just like in case people are worried sure. about what that stuff right. is. Right. I mean, there's, there's like a, there's a line you, sure. you can definitely tow. Uh, I just think it's, it, I, I do, I feel like it's more appropriate to not just like turn your head from it. Yeah. Pretend that it didn't be happen. Like, well, we didn't put any of it in there because yeah. it would have just been a, easier from a PR angle to not do that stuff. Sure. And it's like, but then you're also like, you know, watering down kind of what this whole guy was about sure. in some way, like how far removed from the, the work does it need to be? Yeah, like you said, it's a whole other thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think it's just like, you know, one brave two makes it kind of more interesting that this game went for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like, like I said, it doesn't just have like the N word a whole bunch or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, so if that sounds like something that might be like, well, I don't want to like buy the sinking city because even though I like this type of horror, I don't want to hear a bunch of racist derivatives or derogatory terms. You won't. It's it's not like that sort of thing. So you're probably fine. Right. Like I and I even like most of my knowledge in this game is like through like waypoint because they're going through it. And obviously they're talking about this stuff pretty head on. But oh, I sure. understand like people of color are in totally like they're segregated good yeah. standing and stuff like, yeah, they're. Or then you wait. Sorry, you said segregated. Well, they're all segregated. There's different classes of people as well. That like some of them are like fish-faced guys named Innsmouthers, and some of them are literally look like simian. They're like apes, and like there's right, yeah, obviously that's, the black that's the kind people of and, I've seen and stuff. Yeah. And my point was specifically like there are like people in color in positions of power and stuff like that. Sure. So it's not all. uh uh, what you'd expect basically sure the point. you're right i just don't want people to the, get the idea spe- that it might be like a racist like flyer or propaganda it's not <laughs> yeah no for sure yeah yeah uh yeah i definitely didn't i hope it didn't make it sound like that sure no, uh, no. especially because i have not even played it so I'm, <laughs> I'm the last one who should be talking about it fair enough um i the sherlock holmes games have always been a, a series that i have wanted to get into because no one plays them, but enough people play them and say just enough interesting things about them where it's like, man, if I didn't have like five games that I'm more interested in right now, I would try out Sherlock Holmes consulting detective or sure. you know, whatever that there's like nine of those games and whatnot. So um, this is another one of those. Yeah. But because of the um, atmosphere and the stuff they're going through, which is what I'm a huge fan of it, like that alone the themes and stuff jumps it up for me to I must try at least. And uh, sure, it seems like it's going to take a while to get through. That is a big open world that 
like they give you a bunch of notes or whatever you read the notes and then this note says on the corner of this and this this happened then you have to like pin it to your map so that if you're in the area you can check it out and there's like it's a very investigative thing going on there and i think it's very cool i think it's a neat game and i hope i oh one thing i have to say it does this weird insanity effect as you use as you like lose sanity or whatever and um it makes me sick to my stomach it does this weird fish eye lens thing and like slowly moves like you're on like a boat or something sometimes and like changes colors like it's so bad that you have a power called mind's eye in this game it's like the gamey thing that it's detective vision like batman vision or whatever essentially um but the more you use it the more your sanity goes so if you use it too much you start getting this weird effect i have been just like clicking it on and off like rapidly to use it because it makes me so sick i almost threw up playing the game that's that's interesting because like that's probably literally what he's doing is i can't use this too much maybe like you're like you're getting like the exact experience right maybe i'm just thinking like narratively in that world he probably he obviously can't use it all the time so he's probably just like yeah oh is it for just a real short thing just to figure out this one clue and then i'm out yeah maybe so that's cool it makes me sick to my stomach. I wish I could just turn it down a little bit, though. Like, I don't mind the effect happening. It's just that the extent it goes to is crazy. And I saw some people online when I was looking up, like, is there a way to turn this down? Say, there's no way to turn it down. And other people being like, oh, I'm not going to get it then because I literally can't play this without feeling sick. <laughs> so it's like, sure. Well. Yeah, I mean, that then that opens up a whole other, like, accessibility conversation sure you should be able to turn it off if it's stopping you from playing the game and i'm sure the developers would want you to turn it off if it was if it was doing that um so maybe it's they'll only patch something it's in. only like the lens effect too because there's other effects in there that work just as fine but like that lens effect like let me turn that one specific thing off we're good we're gravy like it's fine <laughs> but jesus christ um so yeah that's like my big knock against it is that you need to play like a VR game where they mess with you. Yeah, I think that might be okay for some reason. Really? Wouldn't uh, that be worse? I don't know. Like if I'm in If you were like totally immersed in it? No, I think that'd be okay because the problem here is that I'm like not immersed in it. Like I think it would throw me okay. off like if I'm standing, I think it would make me fall. But like Okay. I think it it might be the just juxtaposition of on the screen i'm focusing on this thing wobbling like this but then like i see that my screen is fine and like everything around me is still so it's like my brain is like fucking up or something weird okay i don't know cool i don't know what it does i'd have maybe i will try to find out i'll try to like go to vr arcade or whatever and tell them Put on, like, the spinny cycle. Like, put me in a fucking... What is that called? The, like, dry cycle on a washer and dryer or something. Tumble. See me? The tumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, they definitely... I'm surprised there isn't, like, a VR game that's, like... We did whatever we could think of that would just make you vomit. See how long you can, like, last. I'm a little surprised. Dude, play this at a party. Either. Yeah. 
like that has to be on steam right steam lets everything in like yeah it's literally just like a timer in the corner and it's like all right one by one we're gonna go in here and see who can like last the longest before they vomit is there a vr game that Um, tries to make you vomit i want to see um yeah i don't know there's a lot of video i'm not gonna watch a video or whatever but I guess there's like VR experience raised, rated from most nauseating to least nauseating, but that leads me to believe that if there's not a giant article saying this game wants you to puke or whatever, then it probably doesn't exist yet. Right, yeah. Uh, okay, that's all you played? What's that? That's all you played? That's it. Let's do some news. Uh... First up is a just a quick PSA, the Nintendo Voucher Program, uh, where you can buy you know two game vouchers so that you can get like a full price Nintendo game. And you end up saving like twenty bucks. Uh-huh. That is ending next week. Oh fuck! Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, good to know. Still have time. Um. So again, yeah, you buy two vouchers for a total of a hundred bucks. You can get two games. Typically, the Nintendo games will be sixty each. Um, I'm talking American prices, obviously, so you'll mm. save 20 bucks. Uh, the vouchers will sit, stay and sit in your account till sometime next year. Right. Uh, I think somewhere in the summer, like I think they last for like a year or so. Um, sure. I just know before when I was looking at it, I could I could use one for or I could wait and use one for Animal Crossing if I needed to. So maybe pick some up now um, yeah. to use later. Uh, I like just redeemed one for Fire Emblem tonight. Um, I bought another two because I want like, you know, Pokemon and Zelda, Luigi's Mansion. Like I got a, I got plenty of stuff I want to use towards. And yeah, no. Nintendo stuff doesn't go on sale ever. Yeah, no. Nintendo has so, a lineup that this will. You're probably going to buy a Nintendo game or two in the next year, so this makes sense. It makes sense. You might as well save some money. Sure. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, Super Mario Maker Two, the upload limit has been doubled. Yep. Uh, you can now. Uh, you can now upload up to 64 levels yep. as opposed to 32. Yep. I'm surprised the limit's still this small. I'm nowhere near hitting it, but I'm sure people are close. Um, it is a little weird. Why not yeah. just make it bigger? Like, what? who cares? Yep, I agree. And they said they're going to do it again. There's another update that they're going to push um, to increase it oh, more. Uh, so people are speculating that like it makes sense to go to 128 right but then like maybe they'll just make it the even 100 because that's a nicer number so people are thinking it's probably going to be around 100 for the next update that does it right yeah they do say we plan to raise the course up a limit one more time yeah so i'm curious like if you hit the limit and you have to like delete some to make the space are they no longer on or like uploaded or are they still up there playable i don't actually know i have no idea they must still be up there playable, and you just don't have the ability to like edit them. Yeah, you don't I have guess them so. like saved locally because that would be crazy. I guess so, yeah. That would be absolutely crazy. I've just never gotten close, so I have no idea. Sure. Um, another PSA for like game deals, I guess, is that Twitch Prime had this like weirdly good one okay. last week and, and going on right now. Okay. So if you have Twitch Prime, so if, basically if you have Amazon Prime, you get you can you get Twitch Prime for free. Um, they've discounted four games to $15 or less. 
And if you buy or one less, of those games okay. a week later, they'll just give you 15 bucks on your account. Wait, what? This is, yeah, <laughs> okay. this, ga- this is a weirdly good deal. So the games are Starlink Battle for Atlas, uh-huh. Fallout 76, The Sims 4, actually there's five games, The Last of Us Remastered, and Gears of War 4. Oh, um, okay. And as of the last time I checked, Gears is 10 bucks, and The Last of Us Remastered is 12 uh-huh. meaning you'll actually get money out of this. That's weird. Yeah, so I bought Battle I bought uh Starlink cuz why not? I got it on Switch cuz that's the one you want with all the Star it's, Fox It's content. honestly the only one I would probably get out of these cuz I have the other ones in some way already. Right. Huh. And I'm just waiting for 7 days to pass cuz they're going to give me 15 bucks back, so free game basically? That's that's weird. That's like the type of thing. It is weird. That's the type of thing somebody would advertise and then get fired for because they fucked up something. What's also weird is this launched without gears and gears got like added like a day later. Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so if you have an Amazon Prime account, if you have Twitch Prime, maybe look into the, like, you know, quote unquote free game. It's why not? This is so weird. Uh, huh. Okay. It's a weirdly good deal, yeah. Um, I'm going to throw something in just because we're kind of on the topic of free games or whatever. Because uh, okay. this is kind of notable, I guess. Epic Game Store is offering two free games right now. The reason being yep. their free game for this week because they've been doing a free game for like every week, basically. If you haven't been keeping up, you've missed out on a bunch of them at this point. Um, the free game this week was supposed to be This War of Mine. And it is still there. You, is. you can get that. Yeah. But they also rolled out a filter for parents if they don't want their kids playing like certain games that maybe aren't for them. And that's why they're offering two games this week, because Moonlighter is the fun for everyone sort of version. And this War of Mine, because it ha- deals with some stuff that might bring up like PTSD or like some bad feelings, uh, is the other one. And I thought that was kind of neat. You get two games this week uh and two games next week i think there's I two games well. next week as well yeah two games next week as well i can't remember what they are off the top of my head but yeah i don't, I don't remember either i will say moonlighter is awesome it is awesome yeah and they have that new that dlc coming good. out like real soon it's already out oh is it okay this is perfect even better i was just gonna look up when it came out because when i was downloading moonlighter or uh putting it on my epic account they had the new dlc there for i think like six or seven bucks and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I should see if that's on the Switch, since that's, like, my main copy. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next news story is this whole Joy-Con drift thing going on. This is probably, like, the biggest news this week, in my opinion. So I've had this problem for months now. Yeah, I've I've kind of... So the weird thing with me is I've had it, like, on and off. Like, I got... I had it when I first got my Switch, and then it kind of got fixed... Like, I, I phoned them about it, and then they got me to do a few things that in no way, I'm sure, fixed it. But it went away, so whatever. Uh-huh. But now it comes back from time to time. Like, I remember I had it playing um, Mario Tennis. And, uh, yeah, I guess Mario Tennis was the last game that I, I seriously saw it in. Hmm. But anyways, I, I feel like this, this whole thing kind of started uh, recently getting kind of a resurgence with... Uh, with Kotaku 
talking about it more and more. Right. Um, to the point that someone has filed a uh, class action lawsuit against them. Oh. Uh, so I guess we'll kind of find out if this was like a known defect or not. Right. Uh, and then the article I pulled here is that Vice got an internal memo about what Nintendo was doing about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and it seems like they're they're kind of doing the right thing. Um, let me just kind of grab some of these quotes here. Okay. Uh, they're, first off, you can get your Joy-Con fixed for no price. Sure. If in the past you've paid to get it fixed, you can you will get refunded, which that's pretty That's good. Substantial. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, because uh, I guess rep- uh, reports are that people in the past probably paid about forty bucks to get one of those fixed, which is insane considering how expensive those things are. Yeah, that's the price of just like, buying think, a new one if you could buy them. Like, right? I think the uh, the bundle I think is eighty bucks. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. American. I think you're right. And but I do I do think you can buy them separately. So I think like might you who would have sent it in? Why don't you just go out and buy a new one? Um, anyways, I'll just read some of these quotes here. Customers would no longer be requested to provide proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs. Uh, additionally, it is not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, uh, confirm the prior repair and then issue a refund. That's part of their internal memo. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of curious if, if this is just on like launch switches or if everyone was still getting these. Yeah, um, um, it's hard to tell because all the people who are like reporting on it, for the most part, they've obviously had their switch since launch because they're at media outlets. So how would I go like about doing this? Do I just send them my Joy Cons? I don't want to send them my whole switch because I have a bunch of shit on there, and I want to make sure they're not going to just give me a refurb or something. I don't know. I think in the past you've just sent them the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons, right? That makes or the Joy-Con. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I might do I might follow through with this, honestly. Uh Kimberly says, dumb question, this is just a problem when it's in docked mode, right? No, I've had it both in docked and out and handheld. Uh yeah, my most recent one was a problem uh just handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been a. I don't really play docked with my Joy Cons off anymore because I have the Pro Controller. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm seeing the, like the, excuse me, the videos that people are showing of examples are of tabletop mode, the true way to play the Switch, um, yep. and then the character kind of running around and having the Joy Cons like just loose. Not even in any kind of grip or anything like that. My uh, my drift is always the left one upwards for some reason, just slightly. It does always seem to be the left Joy-Con. I don't know what it is about that specific one. Yeah, I don't know either. It's weird. And the way I figured out finally to fix it is like if I just smack's not the right word, but just kind of nudge it with my finger a certain way. If I'm not using it, it'll like stay. But like, I, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. It's like a ghost in there doing it. Like, it's, I don't know what's doing it, but if they could fix that, that'd be great. I was just kind of thinking, I guess this is my life now until that, like, new version comes out, and then I'll probably get that for, like, the updated hardware (laughs) or whatever. So I guess I'll just stay with it. But if they're offering this shit for free, like, why wouldn't I take advantage of that? 
Yeah, the only reason I specifically haven't is I don't want to be like without my Joy-Cons. I also don't have the issue significant enough where it's, it's enough of an issue. Sure. I guess at this point, though, I could probably just like borrow an office one while I sent the other ones away. True. But yep. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so I guess keep your eyes at keep your eyes out about that i'm curious to see what the class action lawsuit brings up as well yeah me too um last bit of news we got this one submitted to us that marvel spider-man the most recent uh game on playstation 4 is now the best-selling superhero game of all time good for it it's fucking great so it's that's a great game i'm i was surprised to see the the previous number one spot was batman arkham city yeah, that's a little weird to me, too. Uh, I guess it makes sense in theory, because Arkham Asylum comes out, people talk highly of it for a while, and then people are like, I'm going to jump on that next train. I missed the first one. I'm on the next one. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I assumed it would have been Arkham Asylum, because just when I think of, like, what are the best ones, yeah. I think about Asylum before City. Sure. But I guess the sequel would probably sell more. Arkham Knight is the third highest at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's why um, um, there were so many problems people talking about it, right? Because there were so many more copies of it out there that people that had issues with it were higher and louder voice. Uh, I'll just run down what the top ten are at the moment. Okay. It's Spider-Man, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, then it's Lego Batman. Yep, okay. Lego Marvel Superheroes, Spider-Man the Movie? Spider-Man the movie 2. Sure, okay. Then it's Injustice, which I guess that's cool. I, yeah. was, I wasn't expecting to see a fighting game up there. That's cool. Then it's Batman Arkham Asylum, which I that seems so low. That seems very low, yeah. Especially compared to, like, the like two Lego games, and, like, I understand Sp- Spider-Man. Is Spider-Man the movie 2, is that the one everyone loved? Is it that specific one, like Spider-Man 2? I think so, wasn't it? It must be, right? Yeah. It must be. I guess I'm surprised that Spider-Man the movie one is so high. Like it's number six. Uh, and then number 10 is injustice too. So, uh, good for injustice. Those are cool games. Yeah. That was the one everybody loved. Okay. Yeah. I just know that one is like Spider-Man two. No, I don't think anyone ever says Spider-Man the movie two. Sure. Yeah. Um, I would have kind of expected that one to be a little higher. Honestly, the one here that's weird to me is Lego Marvel superheroes. I knew Lego Batman would be huge. I didn't realize that Lego really? game. Really? Yeah, Lego Batman was fucking huge. Um, okay. Lego Marvel superheroes, I never hear anything about. So, like... <laughs> I never hear anything about any of the Lego games. Uh, also, the Injustice games being on here is kind of neat. Yeah, Arkham Asylum, to me, personally, I mean, I'd probably put that above Arkham Knight in, like, my rankings of stuff, but, like, I'm surprised it's number... What is that? Number nine good lord that's that's easily a five right or i thought it was (laughs) i would yeah i would have thought also where's batman arkham origins electricity suit edition for the wii u that's what i'm wondering too yeah come on guys i think i own a armored edition that's what it's called and i believe i own a copy of that great All right. Uh, with that, let's do some questions. If you want to send questions in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Now I'll read this first one from VGC Kenny. 
I've been playing Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, and the game has an in-game currency and a store that has items on rotation, but no microtransactions. I assume that there was going to be microtransactions, but they backed out at the last minute to preserve the goodwill that Crash has brought them. What series Uh would you say has the most goodwill, and how important do you think maintaining it is to developers and publishers? The most goodwill. Okay. Interesting. Like I bet it has to be an Nintendo I bet the actual game, right? answer. Well, what I was going to say is I bet it's actually like a smaller game that's just like it's doing good. So like it's it's small number of fans just really like it. Like Hollow Knight so or like something. Percentage wise, it's up there. Yeah. Like yeah, like um, like Super Giant. Like is sure. anyone like pissed off at like uh, Hades? I w- that would be odd to me if they were. Is anybody pissed off at them for any reason? Like, at worst, it people say, oh, Transistor wasn't for me. Like, that's the worst thing, like, people say about Supergiant games. Because right. I feel like once you get to, like, a, a certain size, yeah. then more people are looking at you and, like, they know about your game, so then you'll start getting the assholes. Sure. Which is why I bet, which, which is why I bet, like, percentage-wise, sure, Nintendo probably has more, but uh, their percentage is probably lower. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh oh i guess this says what series specifically too does mario have good wit no it's not mario never mind ignore me that's dumb no because like people like hate some of, of those like sunshine and stuff yeah people hate some of them uh they did mario run which is a mobile thing and people were pissy about that i i, I like mario run like but yeah people so it's yeah. mario is not the series that has most goodwill it just isn't <laughs> Um. Fuck. See, and then I start thinking of like ones that are are too long. People are probably like tired of them. Yeah. Like I want to say like Assassin's Creed's been good and like they're like really kicking it out of the park lately. But I bet people will just be like, "Oh, I got tired of that after like two. Uh huh. The answer is Pokemon. Pokemon has the most goodwill? Yeah, no. There's no way. That's up before like this recent one, I bet it was up there. Uh but now with all the national decks stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a hard question. What series would you say has the most goodwill? I'm telling you, it's gotta be probably like an indie series that and we can only call it a series if it has like two. So it's a game yeah. that there's only two of. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's small. Yo, what about Guacamelee, though? Sure, yeah. <laughs> who's saying anything bad about Guacamelee? Who says, like, who's oh, the I'm upset? really, like, I can't believe what they did with Guacamelee, too. Can you believe, like, no. It's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, sure. Um, Nier Automata does not have the most goodwill. <laughs> the Nier series. Yeah, a lot of people are, did not enjoy like the whole play through it four times. Thing. They, some people were mad that Japanese sexuality things were going on with the main character. Well, one of the main characters. A lot of people didn't like the first game. Nier is not the series. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's not. Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Says, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Ignore Pocket Camp. See, you can't just right. ignore the one people are upset right. about. Like that defeats the purpose of the totally. question. Because without Pocket Camp, you're totally right. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> but no, because they also have Happy Home Designer. Oh, that was a bad. Yeah. I don't know. Some people really like it. It's just something completely different. It's not not for me. Um, I but I even wouldn't say Animal Crossing because I play each one of those less and less because they're the same game. Like, do something significantly different, please. Sure. Yeah. Um. Also, how important do you think maintaining it is to developers and publishers? This is a scaling thing too. Uh, as they get bigger, depending who they have to answer to, it's less important. When you have to listen to stockholders and like stuff about making money, it's not goodwill doesn't mean anything anymore as much. Um, it's right. Whereas, like on the indie side, it's everything. The, the only thing they have is the goodwill because yeah. it's like, hey, your word of mouth is the only yeah. thing advertising for us. Please, totally, it's everything to them. Uh, so this is a whole scaling thing. How like this question is how big is the game that you're thinking? basically um i actually i do want to put a caveat to that though is if we're looking at them as like a corporation yeah maybe it's it they don't care so much but i bet still on an individual level like there are developers that are doing their best they can and they want people to like that sure um because you hear it all the times when like people are like oh you know like yeah i worked on like some licensed spongebob game and i mean I know it's not great, but hey, you know, we thought we did a good job and we did the best we could. Sure. Uh, also, he's lumping in developers and publishers. They're two completely different things. I think developers always want to keep that goodwill. Always. Because they want to make a thing people like, that they like, and that, like, that's their whole business, is making stuff that everybody will like enough to buy it and so that they get paid to make more of it. So they always want goodwill. I think publishers always want to keep goodwill as well, but it's less important to them on a personal level and more important that this will be easier to sell to people if it already has people that are, like, going to be stoked for it, essentially. Or, like, if it's deemed as, like, good and friendly. Sure, so... Like, they don't don't want it for more of, like, a PR standpoint. And I'm sure that's... We're overly generalizing it too because i'm sure there's plenty of good guy publishers as sure. well yeah um i guess the I guess the, the point i'm trying to say is like developers tend to get the bad rap for good reason sure like in the if, like there's definitely examples of that but i'm sure there are exceptions to that rule of course um like i think of devolver they seem like you know a down-to-earth kind of friendly publisher right mm-hmm. uh Again, though, they're they kind of get that avenue for going for the smaller games, and it's kind of easier to get that. We just said with the smaller games, the goodwill kind of comes a bit easier. So there's that side to it as well. Totally, yeah, I agree. Uh, what did what did we land on for best series? Guacamole. That's the Guacamelee. one that has the best goodwill. Yeah. Uh, next question from Hebrew Lantern: When you were kids, what were some of your favorite kids shows? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my answer. I was obsessed with it. Loved it. I feel like this question we answer like once a month in our like lead up conversation. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, uh, I, I obviously watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, but that's a show for serious people. Yep. Not just, it's not a kid's show. Oh, um, um, I used to watch Samurai Pizza Cats every morning before school because they used to play anime on John's YTV up here at like 6 a.m. So I used to watch that. 
how did I? I never saw it on that. And I was, I definitely watched a lot of YTV. Uh, I was a big Weekenders fan. Still am. Weekenders is great. Um, one of the things I'll always remember is the first time we started talking on Skype was you were, hey, you had a Hey Arnold thing. So hey Arnold's fantastic. I always associate Hey Arnold with you specifically. Um, okay. I liked that show. My, obviously. Uh, my computer's like login, like profile icon. This isn't a cartoon, but it's a. Miguel from Road to El Dorado. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a great animated movie. Um, actually, in that respect, I really liked Rugrats a lot. Rugrats is fantastic. Up. I even liked All Grown Up. It had its moments. It was less good, but it was still good, I will say. Similar to Weekenders, uh, I'll give kind of two similar ones. Recess was kind of right yep. there. Yep. Uh, and then as I got older, they came out with a show. This is another Canadian show. Uh, called 16 that I was a big fan of. Oh, if we're going to be talking Canadian shows, Reboot. Reboot, sure. Yep. Uh, did you ever watch a show called Fillmore? No. I don't know what that is. It, this would come on, this was on the Family Channel up there. Okay. Uh, I would watch this when I would get home and it was always Reboot. No, it was Recess followed by wait, was it Recess? It was either Recess or Weekenders and then Fillmore would come on and it was like I think they were third graders. It was like a kid detective at a school. It was it was pretty silly. Gilmore. Oh, this. Yeah, no, I do recognize this. I didn't realize what I didn't know what the name was. What was that mummies show? It was like, we are the mummies. Is it mummies alive? I never saw it. Did you ever watch that? No, they were like crime fighting mummies. It was like kind of like a Power Rangers spoof, but they would like come alive at night. Yeah. Uh, Darkwing Duck was my shit, and DuckTales. Sure. Sure. Archie's Weird Mysteries. I never watched that myself. Oh, that was good. I'll also, th- same channel, this is Teletoon. Um, the Dilbert cartoon? Yeah. Yep, that was a good one. Regardless of what you think about Scott Adams, you understand he's kind of a dirtbag now. Oh, really? I didn't um, know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Dilbert cartoon is, I still think, one of the funniest cartoons I've ever it's watched. It's very good. Yep. Um, Danny Phantom, big fan of Danny Phantom. I actually recently bought the whole series on DVD. Cool. Oh, I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show every day. (laughs) I forgot about that one. I think I actually have that on DVD as well. Because I don't know where that is. And then every Friday or Thursday, one of the two days, probably Friday because of the weekend, they would have the Legend of Zelda episode or cartoon instead of the Mario one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think more on the anime side because I definitely watched a bunch of anime. Inuyasha was big at the time. Okay, right. Uh, and then you know there was your there was your Yu-Gi-Ohs and your Beyblades, of course. Uh, Jackie Chan Adventures. I remember that. that I never great. watched it though myself. That w- that was fantastic. Shaolin Showdown. That was another really great show. Okay. Samurai Jack. I actually just finished the series recently because I never finished that uh, the fifth season that came back. Speaking of coming back. Uh, Invader Zim, a new episode's coming to Netflix next month. Yeah, I heard about that. Weird. I'm excited. That's weird, yeah. Invader Zim's great. I feel like I should start naming off a bunch of shows that nobody will know because they're all Canadian only. <laughs> if, you could, if, if you can list off that many Canadian only shows, I'd be surprised. Okay, so there were, I learned Arthur was Canadian. Yeah, true. Um, there was a show called Student Bodies that I watched. Um, Student it had a bunch of like the people making the Canadian rounds on TV at the time. 
Uh, in that regard also, Are You Afraid of the Dark was Canadian, and I watched that all the time, religiously. I remember the inch, like the theme to Are You Afraid of the Dark. I never watched it because I don't like scary stuff. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, there is a show called you- My Hometown that like I watched uh, with is, Jay yeah. Baruchel in it as like an eight-year-old kid. Oh, interesting. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he's from Toronto or the area, I believe. Somewhere in Ontario. Okay. How about um, Yvonne of the Yukon? Yvonne of the Yukon. <laughs> I do remember that, that one. That show was just gross. Yeah. Here's another one. Freaky Stories. Do you ever watch that one with the cockroach yep. and the, the maggot? Freaky Stories. That was gross, too. Yep, that was my shit, too. Uh, there was, that was like a kid's version of Twilight Zone, basically. There was a show that starred a pre-famous Ryan Gosling as just like some dorky, shitty teenager on a high school that like took place on a cruise ship called um breaker high so that's okay, another one this is this makes me think of like sweet life of zach and cody when you said the cruise ship part. i'm telling you man you want some canadian shows i got them because <laughs> i watched that shit um <laughs> watch drake and josh if we're if we're getting away oh, from the animated stuff this is um this doesn't have to do with shows necessarily but every time i show people from the states do you remember our commercials we had ones by the concerned children's advertisers and it would be like it sounds familiar yeah it was just like a little skit of like what happens when you're on drugs or why you should like stay away from like things the big one that became a meme was don't put it in your mouth or whatever oh yeah yeah Yeah, okay it's out of those and every time i show people from the states the different ones they're like what the fuck why was this on TV when you were a kid? It's like to teach us that you shouldn't like put stuff in your mouth or you should don't put stuff in your mouth. Yeah. There was one about the house hippo and how you shouldn't believe everything yeah, on TV. Yeah. The North American house yeah. hippo. So yep. like the thing is, is that people don't remember these because they didn't get them. Well, that was an us thing. <laughs> and like, so when I make reference to them, everybody's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, okay. Comment Strider in the chat just said, what's with Andy and being Ian? And I watched both of these and I had completely forgotten about these shows. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Angela Anaconda. There's another one. Uh, I need to look up some YouTube videos. I need to fall down a video hole. Uh, there was an old thing on, I can't remember what station called TGIF back in the day. And I watched that. Uh, it was a line. Like it was like a block of shows. It was a block saying? of shows. That's where um, I would always catch. Boy Meets World was part of that. Full House was part. Boy Meets World, fantastic. Uh, Full House was part of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is what then. were some other ones? Step by Step was part of that. Or Family Matters was part of that. Yeah, it had just so much good shit on it. I can't remember what else. I think Sabrina started on that as well at some point. The live action one. Yeah. With uh, Melissa Joan Hart, sticking around. Yeah, I remember sticking, sticking around. around was great. That was that was stupid. That was another stupid show. If we're talking like blocks of, of stuff, I remember like the the big one, one was Saturday the zone. morning. Also, and then uh, one Saturday morning was fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's where I like would get a lot of my like recess and weekenders. Yeah, but the zone was like your every day. You come home, you watch the zone. Yep with like sugar and whatever his other name is and they had like snit station who did you they have? Would have these weird storylines between the shows um, i had pj phil 
was his name. Yeah, okay, yep, yeah. yep. There was a whole bunch of them they went through. And then, and then, so this is all YTV. This is super Canadian. Yep. <laughs> um, they would put out a magazine each month in Pizza Hut's. Yep called woe magazine yep. <laughs> so when you went to pizza hut as a kid you would get the latest woe magazine and then you could like read about like spongebob and stuff while you waited like yeah 35 minutes for a pizza order because who goes to a sit-down pizza restaurant right yeah i mean the only time it was worth going to pizza hut growing up honestly was for their buffet because the pizzas were just the ice there. cream buffet no their pizza buffet they had a bunch of pizzas you would just take slices from different ones and Oh, we I ours never had that. It was just a sit down one. Oh. They would have an ice cream buffet. Yeah, I mean, this one had an ice cream buffet as well. So, okay, yeah, no, we ours did not have the pizza part. We oh. had to sit there for like you know forty five minutes waiting for a pizza to cook. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I had Woe magazine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. True. Okay, I'm gonna read the yeah, next what, question. We that gotta keep lot. going. Uh, Final insanity says, if a game has multiple endings, what incenti- incentivizes you to play more to see all of them? And on the flip side, what will make you not want to see the rest of them after you've gotten one? Uh, the thing that incentivizes me always is put a checkpoint right before the like ch- the decision making part or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like if and if that decision's near the end, yeah, even better. Like, I don't have to play too much of it. That's what'll stop me from doing it, is do I have to play the whole game again? N- no, thank right. you. Not interested. However, if you do have to play the whole game again, the way to incentivize me to do that is to change it significantly so it feels like I'm playing a different game in the, like, same universe sort of thing. This is something Nier did very well for one of the playthroughs, I will say, uh, going back through yep. it. and Actually, two of them. Uh, one of the playthroughs was like the exact same thing, literally, basically. And that was kind of a bummer. The second one. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's that way. Uh, what else is there? Oh, to see all of them. Um, if it's literally just like. Mass Effect three ending of like you make a choice and you see a different ending. I'll just play that like last checkpoint or whatever and like just skip everything until that point and then like if it's easy to get to i'll see it essentially because why not it it seems like the 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 big thing is how much do i need to replay the same content and if it's too much i'm not interested uh for the most part i will just kind of look up a youtube video me too um uh, but i also kind of need to know if there is multiple endings a lot of the times i'll just finish a game and didn't even know things would have been different based on a choice or whatever sure uh on the flip side what will make you not want to see the rest of them after you've gotten one if they're just like reskins of something like if it's kind of the same ish ending oh i'll tell you right now bloodstained has multiple endings that you can get okay um and they don't all happen at the end end there's like a true end and then like quote-unquote bad endings you can get just as a heads up um uh yeah like to the flip side of what you said if it's hard to get to them i'm not going to see it because it's easier to just watch somebody else do it on youtube um and if there's like no reason to like if it's just that some names changed or like a music note change or something i don't care it's not enough for me to care next question from final insanity nope next question from boko uh 
A few days ago, Paul and Sean got into talking about video games as art, and it got me thinking. At what point does a piece of media transfer from being good entertainment to becoming art? For example, most people would consider the Marvel movies good, but I doubt m- many people would consider them art. Um, this is this is our game's art. This is a heady... They're just asking this question. This is a heady question. Um... The actual answer is everything in life can be art depending on how you're looking at yep. it. And that's why I'm going to give you the unsatisfying answer of everything literally is art to somebody. That's yep. That's true. <laughs> and I, and I say that as someone who went through art school, the Me things too. that like you have to learn about that are considered yep. art. It's like, well, if this is considered art, then everything is considered art. Yep. Yep. Um, but there, I guess he's he then kind of asks from a more cultural standpoint. Also, like, it's a she. Most people would not say this is a heads up. My, my mistake. Yep. Um, she does ask, and she mentions the 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 Marvel movies. Most people would not say they're art, but they're good. Uh, so like, what would have to happen for one of for a Marvel movie to be art? They are art. To, because we're watching it as Marvel fans. Somebody watching it being a cinematographer or CG director or something that is like the most amazing like technological advancement in cg they've ever seen like sure sorry but okay again i'm i i think or at least i'm agreeing culturally okay we wouldn't say they're art culturally sure so you'll agree with that right yeah um okay so what would have to happen from like a cultural standpoint to be like oh this marvel movie's art it has to be it's kind of the same shitty answer that you give all of these types of questions. It has to be socially acceptable, socially called art by more than just a certain group of people. It has to check so many boxes for such a wide net of people that they can look at it and agree that this is an artistic piece. Basically. So, I like, I, does that make me so does, like, does it need to win an award? Like maybe, you know what? This is the problem is that when you and I are talking about it, we're into Marvel, we're into video games, and we went to art school. So, like, this conversation can get nitty-gritty in a way that is not necessary because, like, it doesn't make any sense to you. The, I, right, I'm, I'm, I'm just, trying to think I'm of how, like, like, theoretically. Like, what does the and normal I, person consider something artsy, right? Or, like, an art thing? Like, does it have to be kind of stuffy? Do they have to not get what it's getting at doing? Like... What does a normal person consider like, art? And like you think it like, okay, well, so the reason I brought up the award one is like, cause I know like I had English classes in high school where it was like, you can pick whatever book you want to do a report, report sure. on. It has to have won an award was like the, dis- was like the, how you had that's, to choose. That's such a like weird pedantic, like high, high school sort of like mentality though. Right. That no, I, and I get it, but I, I, but I, I also do kind of understand it in some way because they don't want me to just go pick up like, you know, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Why though? If you can write a full thesis on it, why not? That's kind of interesting. I'm, yeah, sure. I guess there is something to be said for that. But you get you get the point. No, yeah, 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 um, for sure. So um, I think so. When I think of the award part, like you think of you when you so when you hear the phrase Oscar movies, though, yeah. that kind of almost means something. And I feel like, and, and it's never sure. a Marvel movie. It's never a superhero movie. Yeah. So it makes me think like, well, does it have to be about like racism? 
Because there's like, a lot does, of movies that come out in like November about racism, and those get nominated I, for an Oscar. I see what you're getting at. Does it have to make a profound statement at the like risk of maybe offend? Like, does it have to make you think over enjoy? Like, yeah, that that that's hard. Because well, that that's hard to say too. Because I'm sure plenty of those movies, as like dark as and, and as real as they can be, people are still enjoying them. Sure. You know, in some way. And I want to say, like, you can definitely do a Marvel movie that had a message. And I'm and, and like Black Panther did like there there have definitely been those that have have messages. Sure. They just kind of get overlooked because this dude's running around in a cat suit punching cars. Uh, yeah, right. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I I don't know. Man. I think if you were to boil it down to like get the masses to agree, this is art. You're right. I think an award it has to win an award of some sort, at least to even get that conversation started to normal people. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. And then I think of like, if we bring it back to the whole games art thing, we don't really have a like culturally solidified award show. I mean, we have the game awards, but that's literally just like Jeff Keighley wanted to keep doing this thing after Spike stopped funding it. So thank God we can say like, sure, these are awards, but I mean, my parents don't even know about that. Sure. This question has a thousand answers. Yeah. Um, Um, And I will read, I will move on to this next. Do you have something more to add? I'm just going to agree with your notion of uh, it has to like win an award of some sort. Boko uh, has a second question and uh, several months ago I watched the movie Gravity while on a flight. I felt like the feeling of being in the air really made an impact on my experience with the movie. Do you think there are certain circumstances that could make a unique experience for different entertainment versus the normal intended one? Yes. Next question. The one that comes to mind is like when people are like, you got to turn the lights off, play a horror game. Sure. Yeah, that's one. Uh, The big one is watching something in IMAX with a rowdy crowd. Uh, I'll say specifically like a rowdy crowd at a at a like a fun picture show is what I'm talking about. Or the room making fun of it like this is a different experience than watching the movies. Right. Sure. Yeah, no, I was going for a bit more of a of a typical one of like like whenever whenever i go to a marvel movie i try to go open yeah. night because those people get so into it and that it increases my sure. enjoyment but it's the but it's the same idea uh yours is just taken to it to an extreme and the uh the lord of the rings films were the same uh i remember people cheering at parts and stuff during like the fights and uh comedy movies are great for that too because other people laughing at parts even if you don't find them funny there's just like the reaction of like it's infectious. It's infectious for sure. It's the same reason why comedy clubs still exist, right? Because people laughing together sure, yeah. is funner than just like sitting at home watching a Netflix thing by a comedian you thought was funny at one point. <laughs> Spoken from experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like uh, yeah, the gravity so for, on yeah, a yeah, flight, though. I, I thought, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That is a cool yeah. one. Uh, Zombie Twinkies on uh, Twitter says, with all the national deck stuff happening, how do you feel about those who say supporting this? They are supporting this because it will, quote, improve the textures and that the new game looks bad. Okay, so the idea of this question, he's saying, 
supporting like the harassment because it'll get the developers to improve the textures. Is that how I should be reading this? Ooh, um, no, I think the way they're saying this is they're supporting the national deck stuff is not happening because it leaves room for them to like fit better textures and put more work into like the look of it because people are saying it's ugly. okay. So we're, so we're, so we're saying the developers have said, we're not we're not adding all the Pokemon in yeah. so that we can make the ones we did let in look better. We can put more time right. into and them. And that people are supporting that idea. Okay. I mean, I'm for that, honestly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, honestly, I'm kind of just for like what the developer says. Yeah. Um, I'm you know, like I said before, developers are trying to make the best game they can. They're not trying to screw you over. Um. Specifically with the Pokemon stuff, they have such a good track record. Like, if the, these people are so passionate about this National Deck stuff because they love these games because they've been really good, like, why aren't you giving them the benefit of the doubt? Yeah, for sure. Um, if it is the interpretation that I took, no, I do not support harassing people so that they'll change these textures. You're insane if you're doing that. Yeah. And if that even worked... If if they if if Game Freak got harassed enough that they caved in and like let more Pokemon in or whatever, uh-huh. how could you feel good about yourself? Like you'll get the game and you'll be like, sweet, all the Pokemon are here. I did it. I cr- I crushed that man. I did it. <laughs> hey mom, guess what I did? Yeah. Like what? I don't want to be friends with that person. Right. No, totally. Uh. So how do you feel about those who say they're supporting it? Because I mean, the people supporting whatever the developers want to do, I feel great about that. People should do that and stop like pushing people to do. Here's the thing is that you should let people do what they want to do. And if you don't like it, you should not purchase it because that will inform their decision for next time. And maybe they'll do something you do like. Yeah, I mean, you got to vote with your dollar. For yeah, sure. stop going on social media um, and fucking harassing people, you goddamn mongrels. Like, what the hell is the matter with you? Uh, and I don't think the new um, game looks bad. It just doesn't look like it's something I'm going to be into myself. I think it looks fine. I'm going to play it day one because I like Pokemon. And I'm looking forward to it. I don't care what Pokemon are in there. Doesn't yeah. matter. Sure. Um. All right, that does it for questions. Uh, if you want to send in questions for next week, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Oh, I have some good ones. I'm going to say Bloodstained. Man, I love that. Uh, I'll, I'll also give it to Bloodstained. That was very good. Um, cool. All right, so uh, Slay the Spire episode for TDP Plus was supposed to be this week, but obviously John's gone. He's back next week, so we are pushing it one week. So stay tuned uh, one more week to hear our discussions on Slay the Spire. Also, tonight is your last night to vote on what the August game on for TDP Plus will be. So if you're a Patreon backer and you haven't voted yet, uh, go over there and uh, have your voice get heard. So we are buying the game soon yep and that'll do it we'll see you guys next week thank you bye